Hi there, and welcome to episode 20 of Be The Drop, a weekly podcast that investigates how to create genuine connection with your community. I'm Amelia Veal, and through my interviews with a wide range of top communicators, I share the secrets to great communication. Today, I'm talking with John Salden, the owner of Adelaide Business Strategy and author of Stand Out, Be Different, Succeed. John is a serial entrepreneur with a significant international experience from restructuring and growing small and mid-sized companies. John discusses how he connects on a personal level to facilitate business connections. He talks about how it is critical that he understands the needs of his clients in order to ensure that he can add value in the advice he provides. This is John's version of Be The Drop. Thank you so much for joining me, John, on our next episode of Be The Drop here at Mount Lofty House in the sunny Adelaide Hills. It's great to have you with me. Thank you. It's great to be here. Great. And I see that you've brought along your item of significance, and that's something that connects you with your community. And I'm really interested to hear how, what it is. It's pretty obvious. <laughs> <laughs> how do you catch up with people in Adelaide? And the face-to-face meetings are, are uh, extremely important to to keep the, the glue together and keep the community together. So having a cup of coffee and chinwag and there you are. Right, so you're really getting around the coffee and talking. So you're yes. very much in a face-to-face communication mode. Extremely, yeah, yep. Okay, so then maybe you can just shed a little bit more light on who that community is. It's business owners. It's uh, from small startups up to $100 million companies. Um, but mainly work with the owners, uh, operators, managers, owners. So that's the, that's the community, uh, both in, in the consulting side, so people providing services, um, CFO, um, you know, accounting services, uh, whatever business services you need, HR. Um, and then the other side is, is the, the business owners that need those services, so connecting those two. So that's quite a bit of variation, you said, from startup to what was a hundred million sort yeah. of businesses. You know, is business the the the, the centre of that? Business ownership, I think, is the is the core there. So, on both sides, I deal with the owners of the businesses. Okay, great. So, you, how long has it taken you to build this community? About three years. You've been working with different people? Yes, and it's very exponential. So in the beginning, it can be really slow and, you know, you have a lot of meetings, but it's not that many that's really valuable. But once you have a few, you tend to get referrals more and more and you get more and more the right and you understand better, much better yourself what, what are the clients and what are the suppliers where I really can add value. Really, you're building your community was a snowball type effect? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And it took sort of like once you started and gained that momentum, was that on both sides within you, you and your understanding of the community? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, it, it was really. Um, and it's really when you have the value proposition that you feel to both sides because it's very different 
value propositions. And once you identify that value, um, and that takes a while, and you really need to trial and test what they react to. Um, but once you have that and you can match the two, that's when it really takes off. Right, and then you know where you're going and off you go. Yep. All right, now I'm, I'm interested in finding out why community is important to different people. So if you can just explain to me the value of your community and, and why you think it's important to build one. Well, that's what gets the bread on the table. <laughs> um, it, I mean, all, all sales in the, in the end comes down to having trust and tr you build, building a community, you build that trust. Um, and when you do referrals, when you get referrals, if, if you have that trust, it's really easy. So you don't need to put any effort into the sale. And all the leads you get are, are already primed and ready to work with you. So, and would you say that there's a difference between then just viewing it as a customer rather than a community? So... It, it, no, it, it is a community because you have a long-term relationship. It's not just a one-off job. Um, with the client side, I mean, I have a minimum of 12 months engagement with them. And then it's usually you, you keep up the contacts, you work with them, you give them, you know what their needs are and you, you check in with them and you have this continuous communication, uh, emails, phone calls, meetings, um, even if you don't provide them any services at the moment. So, and you, when you start to make the connections and you actually build a group out of all those people and you connect all the dots that really you feel have value together then you really have, it's much more than a customer, you know, seller relationship. It's very much relationship-based, what yeah, you're talking net, about. Network relations, yeah. Yeah, it's really that give and take from both sides. Yeah, and then knowing where the value is and what the needs are. Okay, so we're getting to understand your community. Um, what is it that unites them and how are you a part of that? Well, they all own businesses, so that's probably the, the, the smallest common denominator. They, they all have an interest in their business and, and usually to grow the businesses. Um, it can be that they need to save the business and that's usually a really strong motivator to make changes. And when you're, when you're in that mindset, it's a really good point to get into, uh, into the network or community because then you can link them up with whoever can actually help them with those things they need help with. Okay, and so you've got a community of business owners. Yep. Um, and they're looking for support. How is it that you bring them together? Like, what do you do? What's the role that you play in helping those business owners identify what it is that they need and, and what they're looking for? So my main task is when I do when I do my work, I do business evaluations. So I go out, I spend some time with the business owners, and I identify where are the key problems in your business. What are you doing good? What are you doing not so good? And what actions do we need to take to get the business back on track or increase the, the, if you're already on track, how can we improve the, the business as it stands? And when you do those, when you identify those problems, so my job isn't to fix those problems, but to recommend who can help you with these things. And that's really how you build a community because I provide leads to, to a range of consultants and the clients, we have it identify what are the problems you have and here's the solution for you. Yeah, and you mentioned really connecting the dots yeah. and that's really a facilitation role that you're playing. Yeah, and sometimes it's connecting two clients with each other because they have um, 
like only last week, I had a client that was looking at building some sort of uh, co-working space, but for for uh, tradies with big spaces, you know, workspace and, and not just the office, but the blue color workspace. Um, so linking them up with, with Cohab and you know what they do. Um, they're both down in Tonsley, so it's a pretty natural connection to make. Um, but outside of, of work, but there's value. Um, connect the dots, let them explore that by themselves. Okay, so once you've got a community that's united and they're, you know, a shared passion of business ownership and trying to improve their business, how do you motivate them to take action? So get them to, to connect the dots. How do you actually assist with that process? Point out the value. Why do you need to connect? And once you have a good relationship with people, um, you have that trust level really high. It doesn't take much to, if, they, if I say you, you will... I think you, you'll find it valuable to talk. People do that because, you know, based on the trust you have. If you don't have that trust, it's, it, I guess, can be really a challenge. What you do is you, you point out a clear value for them. What would you gain for both of them? What's, what's in it for you? And then you probably make the connection. Or you can facilitate the whole thing by uh, <laughs> going out for a coffee and make them actually physically meet. Okay, so you're really talking there. Those two key takeaways that I got from that, you know, is value. Make sure you're adding value with yes. everything that you yeah. do. And trust. You've used that yeah. word a lot. So trust is obviously something that you think is really important in your community and building business. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so we've talked about a really positive experience. Have you had any experiences of negativity? And, and how do you handle that? Businesses that are on uh, on the slope downwards, you get a lot of negativity, and especially working with the owners who feel you know they haven't paid themselves in a while, and it can be a lot of stress. Um, you need to be honest with them, and in some cases, there is no way out. But there is no market. You need to make big changes. You don't have capital to do that. Well, doesn't look too good. Um, but honesty in that case is the only way. If there is, if, if I can see a path out and, you know, if you do these things, it's all about motivating them and, and making them believe that there is a path out of this. So frequently, if, if you have that downward, um, you know, the market is disappearing for you, um, finding new markets and then coaching the owners and helping them with the staff to, to, uh, to build that hope. So honesty is really important, even if it might be quite brutal. Yes. Don't give any false hopes. No, it's really important. Don't give false hopes. All right, you've talked a lot about face-to-face -face and yeah. coffee is, is your connector and, and spending time with people. You, you know, what is the platforms that you use to support that? Because obviously face-to-face -face isn't necessarily scalable all the time or is it something, you know, what are you doing to try and mix that up? So my role isn't really scalable. It's a very much... Uh, I look at 20, 25 clients a year, and that, that's my capacity, much more than that, and, and you know, you start to work way too much. Um, so no, it's not scalable. Um, what you, it's really a consulting model where you, where you need to staff up to be able to grow the business. Um, it's not intended to be scalable. Um, so the, the 
face-to-face -face platform works really well in that regard. One of the most important platforms is really networking meetings. So uh, I'm part of something called SA Leaders, where we come together uh, similar to BNI group, but on, on a same, same, but very different. Uh, but the key uh, is really you meet on a monthly basis. And by having those regular meetings, everyone comes together, uh, you build the trust. And it's a really good forum to make connections between, okay, you have this problem. Here's someone I can solve that problem for you. You go away and you meet up and you, you talk to each other. Um, so having that regular platform to meet, again, face-to-face -face meetings because uh, selling services, it, it's, it's very personal and you need to have that personal relationship with the client. Look, I'm a huge supporter of face-to-face -face because, I mean, obviously, and that's why I do the podcast in yeah. person, it would be easier to do it on Skype, but for me, that interpersonal communication is really powerful. And it's interesting that you mentioned networking because, in a way, really, that is scaling the face-to-face -face yeah. communication, yes. going it, it to a group leverage. at yeah. once. Yeah, yeah. so you, you have, in a way... And it's building a tribe as well where you get more people involved in that. So that's sort of the... the the hub of the whole thing, if you put it that way. And I know that you've also written a book, so that's another way for you to communicate with your audience. Um, I'll make sure that the title of that book is included in the show notes. What's the name of your book? Stand Out, Be Different, Succeed. Great. We'll make sure that our listeners can get our ha their hands on that. Well, thank you so much for joining me, John, and it's been an ab absolute pleasure. To conclude, I'd like for you to share to our listeners your Be The Drop tip. So that's your top communication tip. Well, always know what the value is to the customer. So regardless of who you're communicating with, uh, make sure to, to understand that person and what's of value to them and always make sure to provide some value in all communications you do with those people. I really like that. So that's really focusing on your customers and your community to make sure you're providing that value. Yes. Great advice. Thanks so much, John. Thank you. In a pleasure. Thanks for listening to Be the Drop Podcast. Be sure to subscribe in iTunes or your favourite podcast app. Leave us a review or share with someone who is looking to improve their communication. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram at B underscore the underscore drop or visit our website narrativemarketing.com.au and click on the podcast tab. If you or somebody you know embodies Be The Drop, email us via podcast at narrativemarketing.com.au New episodes are released each Monday, so make sure you don't miss out by checking in every week.